Will the Dallas Cowboys have Trevon Diggs follow Mike Evans on Monday night? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked, Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in their Prize Pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That is prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, what's going on, sir? We're getting close, Marcus. We are closer and closer to the wildcard playoff. I'm getting excited. And uh, this is a little bit uh, sad. Though I guess it's not technically this is not technically the last uh, questions uh, week. This is actually the first postseason uh, 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 users questions week. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it yeah, doesn't. But 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 we're we're running out of these. Is I guess what I'm getting at. You know, well, hopefully hopefully, hopefully we got like three more. But yeah. that's it, right? Like, hopefully. So uh, I, I'm still cherishing each one of these. I'm, I'm yeah. excited. I, I get what you're saying. Let's uh, let's get right into the questions because man, we have a lot of them today. We got some some really really good ones. Uh, first question, and a lot of people want to know: Do you anticipate the Cowboys having Trevon Diggs, their All Pro cornerback, follow Mike Evans in this game? I, I certainly think it's it's a it's a thought and something they should consider. Um, I, you know, I, I think the way that they you know normally are have been using Evans and and, and Godwin is. Godwin is kind of their short to intermediate route receiver. I mean, Absolutely. I don't know that that's the only thing he can do, but I think that's what he's really succeeded at this year. He hasn't had a lot of success down the field. And I think that the, the down the field passing stuff is really where you're the most concerned on offense, right? So yes. I think alleviating that concern a little bit by having Trayvon Diggs uh, cover the, the, the most, uh, the biggest threat, literally and figuratively, uh, of their deep threats, I think really. Uh, kind of helps mitigate that a lot. Then you can figure out a combination of, of coverages to figure out with Godwin. You know, Godwin's going to work in the slot. He'll Mostly, work outside. Yep. Yeah, so so he'll see a lot of Bland. He'll see a lot of uh, whoever's playing on the outside right or Rhodes. Uh, and either way, I think if it's about keeping everything in front of them and making the tackle, I feel a lot more confident about Rhodes and Wright and, and whoever they're playing on the outside doing that aspect of the job than trying to cover Mike Evans yes. up the field on a nine route. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense to have Diggs follow Evans for all the reasons that you just mentioned. Godwin has really been their go-to receiver this year. He, he had yeah. over 100 catches this year, and he missed a pretty significant chunk of time after week one. Remember, he got hurt in that Cowboys game. But mm-hmm. he's the guy that they're going to keep in bunch formations and keep off the line of scrimmage and move them around. But I think if you if you have Bland playing in a slot, you have linebackers near him, you can limit the amount of damage that he does and then it comes down to, as you mentioned, like Nashawn Wright or Xavier Rhodes on Julio Jones. And the one good thing is Tom Brady just has not had a lot of success throwing the ball down the field. So if you're ultimately, that's what you're giving up is those shots down the field. It could be worse. I, I think that probably is the way to go in this game. 
And you have to remember, too, and I've heard some other people talk about it, too. Tom Brady in the playoffs plays differently than Tom Brady at the end of the season. Yes. He's going to he, he is going to stand in the pocket to take the shots down the field. Maybe that yes. he wouldn't normally do. But that's also a, that's a double edged sword for them. Right. Because, you know, obviously they're going to try to get more chunk plays. That's where you're hoping Trayvon Diggs would kind of eliminate that. But that also leaves Tom exposed to take hits from Micah Parsons, take hits from, you know, uh, Fowler from Armstrong from from Lawrence. So I, I think that there is some benefits to the uh, increased riskiness that, that, that Tom Brady is going to be willing to stay yeah. hang around the pocket is that that actually plays a little bit more into the strength of your defense, which is the pass rush. Yeah. Well, I'm really curious to see the, the one downside that having Diggs follow Evans, and we actually saw it a lot in week one, is that Evans is a really good blocker, a really good yeah. blocker. And if you have him on the outside against Trevon Diggs, Diggs doesn't necessarily always fight back to come stop some of the runs and some of the outside pitches. So I think if you decide to have Diggs play Evans, you're going to have to concede that they might have some big runs to the edges and they might hit some screens, you know, some like these little bubble screens where it's Goblin running behind Evans. Just might be some of the stuff you have to concede in this game. They're definitely going to be doing a lot of that anyway. So that's just a yep. part of their game plan. Yep. Part of the the way that Tom Brady likes to get the ball out is to, just a lot of called screens and especially wide receiver screens. So that'll be a part of it. And they just need to be able to fight through those tackles. And thank goodness that's why you have really good, three really good, fast, hard tackling safeties as well. So just kind of talking about this wide receiver matchup for the Cowboys, they're going to use three and four receivers. Russell Gage got a little bit banged up last week. I, I still expect him to play, but is this a game where you could see the Cowboys using more three safety looks just to get more athlete, you know, athletes on the field to, to get to the ball and make tackles. Do you think we're going to see their, their usual nickel defense? What do you anticipate here? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit of three safety simply because of the fact that I, I think offensively what Tampa Bay is going to want to do is short passes. They're going to, they're going to take the shots down the field, but they, they're the way that they're going to want to move the ball is short passes and try to break tackles. You need guys who can keep it in front of them and rally to the football to make tackles immediately to limit yards after catch. That's how you get them into third down situations, and that's how you get them off the field. The, the Bucks have been very kind of inconsistent throughout the season in turning scoring, turning drives into sc- into points. Uh, and and I think it's because they don't just didn't, haven't had the kind of big play aspect of their game throughout the season. Um, it's, you know, Tom Brady is one of the best at, you know, being efficient and dinking and dunking all the way down the field. But at the end of the day, uh, it's just not a, a efficient way of, of <laughs> trying to score points every single time. You know, it's, it's good to be able to do it, but it, it's not like something you want to do set as your long-term offensive goal. So if the Cowboys can kind of continue to make Tom Brady drive the field, not that he can't do that. I think that still puts you in the best chance to get them into a third and long situation every once in a while and then get off the field and, and, and get the ball back to your offense. It's going to be such an interesting chess match in this one because I think you're right. I think the Cowboys win this game by getting to third and long and getting after Brady. And listen, as good as Tristan Wirfs and Donovan Smith are, they're just not going to be able to win this game when it's third and obvious pass. Like this, They haven't been able to all year. What, what's going to change now? But I'm curious. Tampa Bay has been such a bad running team over the last two months. Like, do the Cowboys just dare Brady to not throw the ball and just run, run, run? I, I, I don't know. I mean, part of me would be like, let's just start to take the ball out of Brady's hands and dare them to put together 16 play drives with Leonard Fournette and that offensive line. I, I'm going to be really curious to see what Dan Quinn's game plan is here. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I think you know part of you wants to give full deference to the fact that you're playing Tom Brady and he's Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Uh, but you also uh, are trying to deal with the Tom Brady that you, you have in front of you, not the yeah. Tom Brady of legend. Right. right? So um, I, I agree. I think it's, it's, there is some, um, um, you know, desire to be like, well, let's just, let's just make them, you know, pound it, pound it at us in order to win the game. We'll take away all the, the passing options and see if they can just handle that. Uh, but I, I also, you know, for the very reasons that you and I discussed before the show, I think that's difficult to do because if you assemble your roster, a, a game day roster to stop the run consistently, you may leave, leave yourself exposed, uh, personnel wise, uh, if, if the game changes late, in, late in the game, you know, to a more passing game and, and you suddenly you've got two, one too many 350 pound defensive well, tackles who can't really help you right it, 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 let's talk about that because that's actually our next question i want to talk about the the return of jonathan hankins and leighton vanderash who are both practicing on wednesday but before we do that i'll tell you about TurboTax. TurboTax has experts who can help relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes right anything's better than doing your taxes with TurboTax 100 uh expert guarantee an expert will do your taxes from start to finish so you can relax, maybe catch up on some Locked On Cowboy podcasts that you haven't listened to yet. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, it feels good to be done with your taxes, and you have all this extra time, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax. We also want to tell you about the Ultimate Football GM app. It's so much fun. If you haven't tried it yet, you got you, you have to. It's It's a free app. You get to basically become an NFL GM, and you get to manage your football franchise. You're going to be in charge of basically everything that a regular GM would have, which is hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the drafts, and all the ups and downs of the season. All of this in a challenging but realistic game world. The Ultimate Football GM app is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go and as you want and when you want to. Locked On Cowboy listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when you use promo code Locked On in the game store that is Locked On, all in caps. So make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app stores. That is ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasties today. All right, Landon, let's talk about some of the guys that return. This question from Mike. How does the return of injured players affect the starting rotation on the defensive yeah. side of the ball? Leighton Van Resch is practicing today. Fully expect him to play on Monday. Jonathan Hankins back in the lineup. He's missed the last four games. How does that impact everybody else? We kind of mentioned it before. You only have a certain amount of slots that you're able to allocate to the game day roster for the defense. Uh, you've got... Uh, at least uh, three, I think, players coming back off of a, a injury of those two, and then uh, is there a fourth? Is there a third one? I thought of those coming back as well. Maybe I'm maybe I'm miscounting, but I, I think that there is a lot of shuffling that you're going to have to do. And and and, and on top of that, biotish, biotish, that's, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, on top of that, you 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 have to kind of figure out exactly how all these pieces are going to fit in the for the roster for the team that you're playing against, right? Like what as I just mentioned. Tom Brady set the record, I'm pretty sure, and broke his own record, if I'm not mistaken, for the most attempts, uh, passing yeah. attempts this season. Um, so they're going to throw the football. Like, that's 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 how they're planning on attacking uh, anybody. Um, 
but as you said, is there is there an aspect of them that's like, hey, you know, they are expecting us to throw the football. We're we're going to come out and run the football. Uh, that I feel like that would be foolhardy. But I, I think that that's that exactly is what they did week one. By the way, yeah, it is exactly what they did, uh, and it, and it and it's it's screwed with the Cowboys. So it worked then, but I would be surprised if they did again. But however, but you know what's crazy it it worked in the sense that they had a lot of long drives. They still only scored 19 points. They still only scored 19 points. And that's the thing. Like, if I told you right now, hey, Tampa Bay is going to score 19 points in this game, are you signing up for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so I I think, you know, I I, I think that the Cowboys still should – and and for that very reason, the Cowboys should still plan on on rostering a, a, a group of players that is built to defend the run. I mean, defend the pass. I'm sorry, uh, because it's just there's just not going to be a ton of scenarios where you're going to need uh, Bohana and Hankins, uh, uh, you know, on, and so certainly on the and Watkins certainly on the field at the same time. Uh, but definitely not a situation where you're going to need, you know, rotating those guys constantly because they're 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 going in and pass rushes so much. So if anything, you need to make sure that you've got enough defensive ends to facilitate this because you're going to have a lot of pass rushes. You're going to have a lot of guys kicking inside. I would imagine Golson is going to continue to get a, a good share of snaps inside as well. You, and and you just aren't going to require as many of those 350 pounds. So this is all a long way of saying that I think Quentin Bohanna is the guy that is, is, is likely to off the, the game day roster this week. Like he was last week, you, you bring Hankins on, you keep Watkins. Um, and then on the, we'll talk about the offensive side of the ball, but I, I think well, that, that's, 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 that's really that's how easy. they should take it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, as you were talking, I, I think this is going to be a game where we see Demarcus Lawrence play more inside on third downs. Right. And you see more of Sam Williams and Dorrance Armstrong and all those guys. Right. If that's the case, it's going to come down to Quentin Bahana, who you mentioned or Neville Gallimore, who's really struggled <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And then it comes down to me like, would I rather have Bohana on the field for 15-ish snaps when I need him, when I absolutely need to stop the run, or Gallimore, who might be able to get me a pressure or two when I need it? Well, I mean, it, 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 this is actually a conversation I think you and I had two or three weeks ago about uh, 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 specifically Gallimore, right? Is that I think at this point I would rather redistribute his pass rush snaps to Golson and then figure out the other part of it, whether that means making Bohana active and having him take those run snaps, maybe that is the better option because you're not getting, you're not really getting the, the pass rush element out of Gallimore that you were hope that you were willing to put up with the run, <laughs> how bad Whoa, his run defense yeah. were. Right. So uh, if you're not getting either good pass rush or good run defense, then, you know, kind of what are we doing here? So, well, and that's maybe the strategy is, you just always have one of Hankins and Bohana on the field, along with the Carlos Watkins, along with Adosa Odigizua, and you just play some lighter boxes. And if they want to run against some lighter boxes with those guys in the middle, I would think the Cowboys would have some success. And also getting Leighton Vander Esch back really helps your run game. So if you have those guys clogging up things inside with Vander Esch and now Damone Clark, who has played a lot of snaps, maybe you are able to stop the run better only with six or seven guys in the box. I will also point out just to kind of go back a little bit of what we were just talking about, having Leighton Vander Esch back for this game is absolutely enormous. A big one. Yeah. Because the ability to click and close and 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 come back down on on the short passes and make immediate tackles while also be having the range to to make the stops 
in the run game um, and not having to use different linebackers to do each yeah. of those yeah. is is absolutely enormous. So having LVE back is, is going to be a huge boost for this. Team. Assuming there's nothing wrong with the stinger and he feels, you know, he's got full mobility and strength. It's actually could be a good thing that Van Der Esch was able to take off the last month of the season because I thought last year when he was playing a lot of snaps, he kind of got worn down as the year went on. Maybe we just see somebody who's a lot fresher and quicker to the ball and making ta- more tackles now. Um, I can't overstate how important it is that he's back. And now the, the good thing is we're back to the linebacker rotation that we envisioned early in the year where if you want Damone Clark out there playing 40 snaps, being the guy that flies sideline to sideline, that's great. But if you want Anthony Barr on first and second downs, they give you some you know, higher IQ linebacker play, you have that option as well. It's Well, I watched a lot of Luke Gifford and Jabril Cox last week, and those guys were lost. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, it's a big, it's a big deal to get Van Der Esch back. Yeah, absolutely. He's been a weapon this year and I, I'm, I'm excited to have him back for sure. Yeah. We should, we should mention Tyler Biotish, uh who is practicing <laughs> today. Um, I, I just think they go back to their, the offensive line that they had a yep. few weeks ago. Right. And yep. have Jason absolutely. Peters be your swing tackle, use him in a couple, you know, six man offensive line situations. And that's probably it. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually I would like to see that as well. Just because once they get you know uh, everyone back slapped in, slotted into their normal spots, using a little bit more of six OL uh, tight end stuff to kind of run the ball a little bit would be a good mix up. I think we should also mention that Duran Bland is practicing yeah. today. The Cowboys have no concerns about his availability availability for Monday night. I mean, great great news considering how worried we were about him kind of coming out of that game. So good positive update there. Uh, yeah, right. absolutely necessary. Absolutely had to have him. I mean, you, you, you couldn't you no afford another injury, especially your only real sw- quality sw- slot corner. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to one more question, Landon. But before we do that, I want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do is pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than the Prize Pick projection, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis. MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. So if you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. You deposit $50. Price picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, Landon, you and I are going to have a lot of time to preview this game. We're going to go in depth here later this week and on Monday. Uh, but just a, a general question that we had about the, the offensive game plan. Uh, this one comes, uh, sorry, I, I lost the name. I think it's from Mike. He wants to know with the Cowboys having so much success passing the ball in week one in 2021 against Tampa Bay, do you envision a pass-heavy offensive game plan? Because it kind of feels like any run between the tackles right now is one play close to a loss. I definitely think that they will uh, have a pass, a more pass-heavy uh, uh, kind of offensive game plan than 
Well, I mean, I, I, the normal, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that you can't abandon the run. Like, I mean, you're. I understand the run is the run is not, you know, been very successful lately. But I also well, think what's, that what's hard is with Tampa, like their run defense has been really bad over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But they've been in the same situation that Dallas has been, where they've been kind of easing guys off. Like Vita Vea hasn't played in three weeks now. Akeem yeah. Hicks has seen his snaps go down. So. What you saw like against Carolina last week is, or two weeks ago is not what you're going to see on Monday. You're going to see Akeem Hicks and Vita Vea playing inside. This makes running the ball a lot harder. Yeah, I think that they need to try to like you know get some people on the uh, get some things on the move, like get some tosses and stuff out there. I understand that the, the Tampa Bay has two incredibly fast linebackers, but I think if you get blockers out in front, you, you can seal them off. You can find some stuff on the edge. I, I think, look, I mean, the big thing I think for me is I'm obviously going to want to see a lot more play action, you that's, know, that's um, exactly what it is. Yeah. And, 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 and I think even with the linebackers as good as they are, and they, they're not, you know, white less so than David, but they are not two linebackers who are prone to bite heavily on play action necessarily. Like I said, especially David, he's just so good. Um, but I think that you, it's still enough to kind of give you the room you need to operate. And I do think that despite, you know, how good Devin White and, and, and uh, Levante David are, uh, there is some, uh, some hay to be made in the middle of this field uh, 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 throwing the football. Um, so I, I think that, that it's going to be important, obviously, that they, you know, continue to throw the ball well, but they have to find a way – to uh to get the run game going and I, and I don't necessarily mean you know run the ball in the first and second down and hope for the best on third down I'm just I'm just saying that they have to find a way to have success in the run game um while while also you know adding back in the elements that we've just talked about that they removed right more motion more uh shifts more play action um, you know, and, and stuff like that. And I think that they just need to find a way. This is a very, very good defense. There's not one single way that you can attack them. Um, so I, I think for the the offense to really succeed, I think the biggest key is, in, especially in the past game, is going to be the success of that second receiver to try to win versus man coverage when yes. Tampa Bay is trying to rotate their defense towards CeeDee Lamb. You're going to need T.Y. Hilton. You're going to need Michael Gallup. You're going to need these guys to have games and win one-on-ones in order to convert third downs to continue your drives and score points. I agree. I think this is going to be a pass-heavier game than maybe what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. But you're right. They need to run the ball well. And I'll tell you what would honestly help the run game a lot. Now that we're in the playoffs, some more Dak runs. Like if you're running sure. some of that zone reads – and it doesn't have to be 12, 13 times a game, but like four or five times, whether it's a scramble, whether he's just keeping it, like just keep the defense honest so these ends can't just crash down and make tackles. Like if Dak can get you, you know, a few five, six-yard runs just to move the chains, you're going to have a lot more success on offense. And I've, I've got to believe now that they're in the playoffs, they're not worried about – got to think about how I say this. They are worried about keeping him healthy, but I think they're going to be a little bit more aggressive using his legs. Than oh, they yeah. Would have been in yeah. week seven, you know. This is what the risk is worth. You right. Know? This, this, right. We're playing for it all now. Like, so, yeah, I'm not putting Dak's legs at risk in the week three against a non-conference opponent. We're in the playoffs now. So it's Dak is going to put it all on the line, and I'm sure he would be the first to, to volunteer to do so. Yeah. I, I, 
and some different style runs, like not just dives up the middle, you know, maybe run. How cool would it be to see that delayed cowboy draw that like Romo used to use all the time? Like that would be a perfect one against the Todd Bowles defense that wants Emmett, to get up the Emmett field. Emmett used to run all the time too, Yeah, like right? Emmett used to some yeah, stuff thanks. like that to just keep Tampa Bay on their heels a little bit. That's what Dallas is going to need to do uh, to have – Success on offense in this game. Plus, attack horizontally as well, right? Like, exactly. that's the, instead of just getting vertical lanes and try to attack, like, sweeps, whether it's to T.Y. Hilton, whether it's oh, – T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton, whether to, it's to, to Turpin, Steedy. Yeah. You know, uh, we've seen it with uh, with uh, Pollard as well where he motions out and then uh, out of the backfield and then comes right back as a jet sweeper, right? More of that, attack the whole field, make them defend the whole field. Yeah, I will say – I think we kind of know what we're getting from CeeDee Lamb at this point. Like he's been really good this year. I think you kind of know what you're getting from Dalton Schultz, but one of the others has to have a big, yeah, absolutely. Whether it's Gallup, whether it's T Y Hill, maybe it's Noah Brown. Like maybe this is the game Noah Brown, you know, they he's matched up with a third uh, cornerback and he catches five or six targets for 60 yards. They need one of those guys to step up. If that's the case, I've got no doubt that this offense can put up 24, 27, maybe even 30 points in this game. Yeah, because like I said, the thing that I just mentioned, right? They're going to rotate their safeties towards CD. If the Cowboys cannot make them pay on the backside with for, with one on one coverage, then they're just going to keep doing it, and yep. and until until you guys the Cowboys can break them and make them go away from that uh, or, or exploit that coverage, then it's just going to be uh, us banging our heads against the wall. Correct. So the Cowboys really need another receiver to step up to kind of beat man coverage, to, not not necessarily to be like the focal point of the offense, but at least to break the coverage that they will be rolling towards CD in order to eliminate him from the game. Another receiver or another tight end. Like we've seen Jake Ferguson make some plays. We've seen Peyton Hendershot make some plays down the field. Those guys have to step up and make plays. Fullback wheel route to McEwen, baby. Let's do it. I mean, listen, if you're saving the goat for any time in the season, I think <laughs> round one of the playoffs is ready. Uh we got a busy week of shows for you yeah. guys. Tomorrow we have the crossover with David Harrison of Locked on Bucks. We got a special show on Friday. Monday, Landon, you and I are going to be back to, to get ready for that game on Monday night. Uh, so make sure you're downloading Locked on Cowboys podcast wherever you get your podcast. We want to thank you for making Locked on Cowboys your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked on NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. Locked on NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Check out Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.